in the DTH universe, like this is what we mean when we're talking about risk taking is just like, why are you not actively chasing discomfort? Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, where we teach you to salon differently. After years of searching, we finally found a software that does it all. Introducing Aura Salonware. With Aura, you have the simple tools to streamline your business, such as a card on file, settings for hourly pricing, and even station sharing options. Implement communication boundaries with clients by interacting directly through Aura. Finally, a software that takes your business as seriously as you do. If you're interested in this type of profit maximization, visit aurasalonware.com DTH to receive special discounts and promos. As a hairdresser, I know the struggle of managing your back bar, and that's where our friends at SalonScale come to play. While you weigh your products with their app, SalonScale automatically tracks your products used, making inventory management a breeze. Not to mention, they also save your formula. They are a digital solution for back bar management, and they really make it easy. You know we're both big on knowing your numbers, and SalonScale does just that. Visit salonscale.com DTH and use the code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off your first year. When we talk about risk-taking to a lot of people, it is life or death. A risk as in, I need to raise my prices, feels, am I going to survive this to some people? Or confrontation. Or confrontation. Where in my head, maybe because I love risk-taking on a micro level, I love micro-dosing risks. (laughs) I love just being uncomfortably comfortable or comfortably uncomfortable all the time because I'm, I literally am addicted to growth, but it would have to be something big. Like a huge risk would be like a huge financial investment or putting all my money into something that I believed in. And then I had to make it work. Like those are so big of a risk that I forget about these little risks that I teach people when it comes to risk taking. uh, I think we get caught up with, like, okay, what's the risk going to be? What am I going to, what am I going to do? And it's like, like you kind of mentioned, I teach people, put yourself in a situation where you have to make it work. That's, that's risky. Mm-hmm. It's proactive too, because you will make it work. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was moving to New York when I was 22, 23, and the more people I told about it, the more... People were like, it was, it was kind of insane. People were like, oh my God, it's so expensive. Oh my God, it's so cold in the winter. Oh my God, it's, everyone's mean. Like everyone had issues about it. And no one ever lived there. No, none of them ever lived there. Uh, And I was, I thank God I was young and excited. And I was like, I had to realize like, oh, it's, I have to put myself in New York City. Moving to New York City was not the risk Mm -mm. that I wanted to do that. But I, I knew putting myself in that environment would reshape my whole life. Same. That was, that's why we, I, I tell, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I was like, me moving to New York was one of the most um, impactful things I did in my life just for the experience of it. I'm like, I might send my kids, throw them on a 96th <laughs> and Lex and just toss them there and be like, they're spoiled that they get to start at 96 and Lex. We just started like Bushwick Avenue in East New York. Like I'm like, here, here's a thousand dollars in your pocket. Make it work. You know, like yep. it was such a life changing. It taught responsibility on such a big level. But what I, 
the risk wasn't moving. Mm-mm. That was ex- that was fun. Yeah. It was are you willing to do whatever it takes to make it work? I mean, that's business. I think about us starting the business. The risk wasn't starting the business. It was, can we make the business successful? Yeah. And I and what are we going to, like, what's going to stop us? I grew up, so I grew up, a lot of people know this, I grew up in the Kabbalah Center. And one of the things that we're taught right away is the power of risk taking. Mm-hmm. And it's so, such, ugh, I love it. And how it grows your capacity. So, you know, and and we naturally as humans, we know this is true because we all love to talk about, I got to get out of my comfort zone. I got to try something new. We talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about the concept. No one really likes to do it. But it's a, but to actively say, I'm going to take a risk. Um, And by the way, I I hate when I try to teach this to people and they go, oh yeah, I I love taking risks. I, I, you know, I, I did this and I did that. It's like, no, those are risks that you've taken. I'm talking, what are we doing now? Yeah. Because I think there's this time limit of like, or time frame of like, oh, I took risks when I was younger. Yeah. I've taken it. I love. But it's hard. taken enough risks. <laughs> exactly. But it's hard to keep, t- it's harder to take risks as you get older because you have more to lose. Absolutely. You, you, you grow your family, you grow your relationships, you grow your wealth. And so risks, life becomes a little bit harder to, to, to be risky. To be risky. But it doesn't mean that that tool stopped working. Mm-hmm. It means you are afraid to use it. Yeah. Because your 20s, when you don't have, you know, you're moving out, you're moving further from your parents if you have them. You're, you're trying to start a career. You're trying to do something, trying to figure yourself out. You don't really care if you have money or not because you'll figure it out. You don't have any responsibilities. So risk taking is much easier. But it's more powerful as you get older. It's the 70-year-old person who takes a risk and changes their whole life. That is energy, going yeah. is going to be so much more powerful than the 20-year-old who naturally just wants to take risks. And I think there's something that happens once you, from your 20s into your 30s, we call it settling down, mm-hmm. which really just means, I think I'm done with the, the risky part. And it's mis- people are miserable. Miserable. That's why when you when you do have a little like even like marriages and things like that, when there's a little bit of like spontaneous moments of let's just take a trip or let's go for a drive or let's just do it. Like those are the things that like reignite that spark. And when you don't have that spark, whether it's in business or personal life, that's when we will look for energy in really negative areas where maybe it is with substances or affairs or Quitting a business or quitting a job or, you know, they you're, become really reactive again. You're built to take risks. Mm-hmm. Like the human experience, like that's what makes you human. Animals don't take risks. <laughs> They're not, they, they don't have the ability to say, you know, I really want to travel to Mexico. I really want to piss but... my mom up by throwing up on her new carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Your dogs do that. Yeah. That's not a risk. <laughs> but they're like, they don't get to choose. Like, I want to, you know, I'm a koala and I'd like to try living in the winter. Like, they don't get to do mm-hmm. that. Um, humans get, they get to decide what they experience. And the real experiences are when you go against your reactive system and your nature. And when you start doing that, the result is always success. Always. But I want to point out, there's a difference between risky behavior and risk taking. I 
have people in my life that are prone to risky behavior. Um, and it's not beneficial for them. It's like them. they're testing to create chaos without a beneficial result. They want the, the rush of risk-taking, but they don't want to take the per- the personal responsibility of of what it means to take Can you give me an example? Like um, a generalized example. Yeah, like jumping out of an airplane. Got it. That's not technically taking a risk. It's a risky behavior. Yeah. It could be taking a risk if you're afraid of heights and you want to... That would be more proactive, yeah. Right, but... If it's, I just love adrenaline, it's risky behavior. I, yeah. I like I like adrenaline. But when you're like, okay, I'm going to move to a new country. I don't even speak the language. The risk is not moving to the country. That's the adrenaline part. That's exciting and lovely. The risk is, now what the fuck do I do that I'm here? Yeah, I have to survive. Yeah. And I think that's where people get confused. They're like, well, I'm a risky person. I love, I love you know, trying new things. It's like, that's, a, that's someone who likes adrenaline. Yeah. And maybe new experiences. But a risk, a true proactive risk-taking is what happens when that wears off. Like, I love what you were talking about. Like, when we're young and we have nothing to lose, a lot of the risks are really big and extreme. Yeah. I mean, and I, it's I, the right time to do it. Exactly. Because we are still in that mode of um, being able to do what it takes to survive. Like, there's, I have to, right? And But, put yourself, but even putting yourself self in situations where... We could all choose not to be in situations where we have to survive. Yeah. We could live with our parents a little bit longer. Yeah. We could move next door. We could get married to someone we maybe don't really love, but mm-hmm. it's just easier. Like, there's so many ways to get out of risk taking. Mm-hmm. It's, but like what you said, it's like in your 20s, that there's a reason you have those dr- that drive. And for some people, it's scary and they shut yeah. it down. But for the most part, like, put yourself in situations you have to survive. And now a word from our sponsors. We have partnered with Hair Story, a product line that is good for our clients, our planet, and our bank account. Have you heard of New Wash? It's like a shampoo, but actually good for your hair. New Wash is a cleansing cream that cleans and conditions without the harsh foams and damaging detergents found in traditional shampoos. Hair Story does things differently, creating more conscious options that respect the environment and your hair ecosystem. Ready to try New Wash for free? Visit hairstory.com slash DTH to get pro access today. In the DTH universe, like, this is what we mean when we're talking about risk-taking is just, like, why are you not actively chasing discomfort? And I think, too, like, how I was saying, like, I microdose discomfort. I naturally, my reactive system is a flight reactive system. Like, I will try to avoid things. And it's funny because people that know me, like, know that, like, they're like, you're so good at confrontation you're so good at having you know not getting reactive about conversations and things like that in business like and I'm like yeah but that's that's a risk that I'm taking like I do not want to the first thing I want to do is avoid that email or avoid that student or avoid my employee when something uncomfortable happening and the the discomfort the risk for me is knowing that I have to show up for it or it could affect our business mine's the opposite I'm my reactive system is very much fight. So I'm confrontational. I have something to say. I I think my way is the best way. I micromanage because I want to be in control. And so mine is letting the email sit there. Mm-hmm. Which is proactive. <laughs> For me. Yeah. Or... Not everybody is risk-taking. Thank is God the for same. the undo send. <laughs> yeah. That's my new favorite tool. <laughs> I send stuff and I go, why did I... What am I doing? I love and I that. unsend it. And... You know, that's for me. That's those are my micro doses of 
Um, it's almost like your your risk is restriction, where my risk is to. Well, they're both restriction, right? Oh yeah, true. Yeah, my risk is not doing. It's almost like my risk looks like what your reactive system is. Exactly. My, my risk, because I'm so confrontational, I'm so in people's face, is to listen and to step back. And like to my reactive people. system in your world is proactive. Yeah. And in that's probably why we're good business partners. Yeah. Well, the balance. It's hard, but. Business is hard. Those are microdosing yeah. moments. And I bigger moments are, for example, I want to open a salon in New York. I want to just, I've talked about it before. The risk is not doing it. I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. The risk is the responsibility after after I do it. And the energy I have, like I have to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I, I can do it. And I, I tell this to my you, students. You've opened thousands of salons <laughs> right. in our company. You know what I but mean? But I... I tell this to students all the time. It's risk taking is also hard when it's something that you definitely could do. Mm-hmm. There's I no could need. Do that. There's no need to do it when you can do it. Why you don't learn? You don't go take Spanish lessons because you could learn Spanish. You want to learn Spanish. So when you when it comes to like, I could open a salon and I'm good at it, but I have to get to a place where am I willing to? open the doors and be like, oh, now I have to hire and market. Yeah. And, you know, do all these things. The answer is yes, but I have to, it's hard for me. Yeah. Because I know, I know what it takes. I don't, I think people, I think that's why I'm passionate about getting young people to open salons because they don't know what it takes. Mm -hmm. And that's a kind of a blessing. It is a blessing because they're going to, there's a level of pridefulness too. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about a conversation I was having with one of our coaches the other day and they were talking to me about, I'm I'm very, um, like if there's a list, I'll get it done. I do think that's, I look at ADHD and OCD, like, like some of the mental health disorders add such a benefit to me as a creative and me as a business owner, like I, I literally look at them as my superpower. So I know there is a level of that because there's a little like mental switch that if I don't get it done, like it's not good, you know? Mm-hmm. But I also think that the risk of not doing it is so big. Like to me, it's like I if I don't do these things, I don't manage the day-to-day for my business. If I don't show up as a leader... That is the risk, right? Like you right. have to have such a desire to get it done. And I said that to her. I was like, I was like, you're not getting it done because it's not that risky. You have nothing to lose. Yeah, I think that's. Can you? Are you willing to lose things? And I said that I was like, what would happen if you lost all your students? What if you lost your employee? What if you, you know, didn't work for us? What if you did lost your salon because you not doing this small thing? big picture could result in all of that. And I think that's what it took to her, for her to go, oh shit. One of our coaches was was struggling with growing her student list. And at Destroy the Hairdresser, we we don't just provide, we don't just shuffle students to whoever. We usually, they, they, um, they request a coach. Yeah. Um, and we place them with the best fit. But if you're not marketing yourself like a hairdresser would have to market themselves to get clients, it's kind of the same thing. So this this coach that we have on our team was struggling. And we, you know, if you've been in our program or, you know, we go right back to risk taking, like, okay, you got to grow your capacity. So obviously, if you have 
it's the same with clients, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you have a handful of clients. Okay, well, that's the capacity that you that you're that you have. You have to expand the capacity in order to have more clients, and so we, we can only expand your capacity through risk taking. So they they wanted to buy a house. They live in LA. They wanted to buy a house. Again, in that conversation, like living in LA is very expensive, and they pay. You know, they they got in that trap of like, but we pay such little rent. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a trap. And I'm, you know, the house was really expensive, and oh, well, we got to go to the bank, and we got to get approved. Oh my gosh, we got approved for so much. I didn't think we'd get that. And then the then the then the anxiety of like, well, what if we get this house, but I don't get more students, then I can't pay for that. Like, and what if the salon doesn't? And all this very normal. Oh yeah, very These are normal responses, normal responses. to risk taking. But it came down to you need to put yourself in a situation where you have to pay the mortgage, you have to pay that bill, you have you have to you, because you don't have to, you don't need to grow anything. Mm-hmm. And I, if because I, your rent is little, because you know, because the vessel's little, the mm-hmm. the capacity is little, you're keeping it little. But if you put yourself in a situation where your mortgage is more expensive, but yet it's still better to own a home, mm-hmm. um, I know that you will find a way to grow your capacity. I know you will grow your business inside and out. And I got an email from her. Oh, that day she, when she told me that, I, I literally like my, I like cried happy tears for her because it was like, I wasn't stopping, salon, but I teared up because I was just so, I was so happy. She ended up. her. She bought the house. Mm-hmm. Her salon has blown up. Yep. Her student list is growing. Like everything is changing, and it's not. It's not miraculous. Her partner got a raise. Her partner got a raise and yeah. a promotion. It's not miraculous. What you've changed your consciousness around. I no longer can live this way. I have to get to my next level, and I think people do it backwards. They go, "Oh, when I get to my next level, then I'll, I'll do buy the my. I'll mm-hmm. buy that house. When I when I do this, I'll do." You have to put yourself in it and you will naturally figure it out. It's just how it's spirituality, but it it, it also is just how your consciousness works. Yeah. If I throw you in the ocean, you're gonna figure you're going to naturally try to find out you're gonna how flail. to flail. You're gonna try to, you're gonna flail, <laughs> but you're gonna figure out how to so that you don't drown and you're gonna try to find land. Like but you're not it, the miracle is from throwing yourself in the situation. Absolutely. And if you're doing risk-taking right, other people will think you're fucking nuts. Yes. That's that is my key. favorite. Like when someone's like, if you, if, if you're- Oh, I wouldn't do that. I, even down to like, some, like I said- Dads even, are the worst. Even the, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard like partners of people- Partners, yeah. You shouldn't raise your prices like that. You'll lose all your clients. Yeah. Or partners that are afraid that their hairdresser wife or part, girlfriend or boyfriend is going to open a salon and they're not going to be successful. Yeah. Thanks for the encouragement. Well, then the conversation <laughs> is like all of our methods. Um, you need to talk about your relationship. Yeah. Your partner is okay with you doing hair, but wait a minute. You want to? But when you want to achieve more? your dreams? No, no, no. Like I'm more. I don't know if you can do that. So there's, if you're doing risk taking right, everyone around you will will react. Yep. If you're if no one around you is reacting to what you're doing, you're probably you're probably not doing anything to be honest. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. It is a bitch to build wealth. And it is a bitch to play the game in America. 